Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. We have two uh, incredible People, I know we always have uh, Wanda Petty back here, and she has always been fantastic, doing great work out there for uh, the women veterans and for all veterans in general. But Wanda Petty is a retired U.S. Army veteran and, and is also known as Sister Soldier, the president and CEO of She Vet Inspire. And she has with her a special guest, Sharon Fant, who is an RN holistic health advocate and di- diabetes consultant. Uh, the discussion is going to sur- uh, surround seven simple everyday health and wellness tips for women. So uh, we are going to start this off. And welcome, Sister Soldier. And uh, welcome, welcome, welcome uh, to your special guest, uh, Sharon. Hey there. Welcome. Thank you for the invitation. It's <laughs> good to be here today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so... Uh, it's, you know, it's, uh, Women's History Month, and there's a lot of celebrating. The accomplishments of women in general uh, have been part of even the, the uh, global positioning system that we base everything on was made by a mathematician uh, who uh, figured out the global uh, structure. So many of the things that we use today were made, created actually by women. And uh, what's also important is the uh, health of women um, and how can we... Um, you know, how can we uh, inform women and have women focus on their well-being and caring for themselves because they're such an integral part of our society, so many things that they do and are, have, are responsible for? So that question is for uh, Sharon. So what, what do you think, why is it so important for women to focus on their health? Well, it's really important for women specifically to focus on our health is because we're involved in all different types of things on an everyday basis. We are mothers, we're wives, mm-hmm. we work in the workforce, and we just have a lot of things on our plate. So self-care and taking care of ourselves in, the, in a healthy kind of way uh, is going to be important to living a long life. Okay, great. Because you, you're the founder of the Holistic um, Healing Circle, right, a community of individuals interested in bringing awareness to holistic, alternative, and natural methods, you know, for the body uh, to heal. And that's for the body, mind, and spirit. And and, and I know you've authored two books as well. Uh, your doctor is not the boss of you and become a diabetes uh, dominator uh, workbook. And why do you think it's so important for people to take you know, take health care into their hands and become more involved in their care? I think it's important that people become more involved in their care. It's because, you know, the world is changing, and, and, and all of us are not always in a position where we can actually go to a doctor, uh, especially now during the pandemic. People have lost jobs. They don't have health care uh, privileges. And so having an ability to go and do some research to find out how to improve your health is going to be important, not just for women, but for men as well. And we actually know our bodies better than anyone. We know our bodies better than the doctor. So our body actually speaks to us. 
And that's where the body, mind, and spirit comes in at it. If we'll, we'll get more in tune to our bodies, uh, we can uh, hear what it is that our bodies need for treatment and for care. So, so it's very important to, to be our own boss as it, when it comes to taking care of our health. Right. So even in a relationship where you, you, know, you have uh, someone that um, is taking care of you, a provider, you know, an MD or an RN or, you know, a nurse practitioner, it's important for you to be part of that story, right, and to, uh, you know, make sure you communicate what you feel is going on with your body uh, because that, that, that sometimes that information actually leads to certain diagnostic testing. Imagine if you have a, a you know, a brain aneurysm like my niece uh, recently did, uh, you know, having a severe headache and making sure people pay attention to you when you go in for care. Uh, is extremely important because that di- those diagnostic tests can lead you to find something that you would treat, right? Um, and maybe exactly. early on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, I, I used to be a home health nurse. I was a health, home health nurse for 17 years, and they would always complain that when they got to the doctor's office, they forgot what they wanted to tell them. So oh, they yes. would use, I said, well, write it down. And then when mm-hmm. you walk into the office, hand it to him. You know, what questions that you may have, prepare to go to the doctor. Uh, your doctor is important. So my book is not doctor bashing, but what my book is about is having a collaboration where the member or the, the patient and the doctor collaborate in, in the healing process and work together and figuring out what's really going on with the body and the mind. Uh, he, he usually doesn't uh, enter into the world of spirit, but the, do- the doctor does uh, look at the body and the mind and what's going on in our thinking. Yeah, that's really interesting because when we go, if you know, if I have a problem with my car and I hear this funny sound or clicking or whatever, when I go into, you know, into the, uh, and I have one of these ancient cars, you know, it's like a ultra classic that my wife wants me to get rid of. It's about 19 years old, Oldsmobile Bravada, and I think the company's not even around anymore, so it's an old car. But when something happens with it, I go into my, you know, the mechanic and and uh, they always ask me, well, what sound are you hearing? How does it really feel? How how do you drive in the car? So you know, really get more engaged even with our auto mechanics than we do with our doctors and, and health care providers, right? <laughs> I, I totally agree with you. Yeah, people do take care, better care of their, their cars, uh, you know, and sometimes their homes than they actually do themselves. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. So what, what kind of information can you provide to, you know, help them uh, start practicing health and wellness in their uh, regime? Because you, you just mentioned one thing about writing things down, making sure that you have some notations to take with you to your health care appointment. And, and so what other things should people be thinking about? Well, you know, it's all around us, but, you know, one of the things that, that's top on my list is to be concerned about what we eat. You know, we want to eat healthy, uh, and, you know, and there's commercials all around us, information all around us that tell us to eat healthy, but what does that really mean? You know, to some people, you know, eating healthy could mean eating the way they've always eaten because that's how their family ate. Uh, However, right now, in today's, you know, economy, in today's time, we actually should eat more vegetables. The people are eating processed foods, and if we can get away from processed foods, foods that are in common packages that have ingredients on the, the side, we should try to avoid those as much as possible and eat more natural foods, you know, foods that did not come out of a box, foods that were grown, you know, in nature. So those are the foods, you know, eating healthy would be the top thing on my list. 
Uh, you know, you're, 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 there's music to my ears because, uh, you know, for the last three years I've been a vegan, but I was a vegetarian before that. And I started seeing all these studies coming out about, you know, how detrimental some of the foods we're eating actually cause the diseases, the diabetes, the high blood pressure, the heart attacks, and, and those kinds of things. So I, I am totally uh, in agreement with what you're saying, and thank you for bringing that up. So, you know, you're also an advocate for preventing ty uh, type 2 diabetes since we're on this topic. So how can we avoid becoming diabetic, and what are the signs of being, a di you know, being diabetic? Well, that goes back to what I, you know, mentioned about the food. You know, if, if we could cut out some of the processed foods, uh, high starchy foods, high carbohydrate foods, if we can cut some of those out, it would uh, help in preventing uh, type 2 diabetes. I definitely work with uh, type 2 diabetes more than type 1. Uh, there are actually three different types of diabetes. It's type 1, which is usually seen in children and teenagers. Type 2, uh, primarily seen in adults. And then type 3 is the gestational diabetes that are seen mostly in women who are pregnant. Uh, and that type of type of diabetes actually goes away uh, when the child is delivered in most circumstances. So, mm -hmm. uh, so to prevent, um, so to add to that, I think you meant, you asked me what were the signs of uh, diabetes. Um, mm -hmm. Some of the common signs are uh, increased thirst, increased hunger. Uh, we, uh, we have an increase of urination. And oddly enough, uh, a lot of people lose weight mm -hmm. uh, for no reason. So sometimes when they see themselves losing weight, they see it as a good thing, but that could be a significant enough loss, weight loss, that you may need to go to the doctor and be checked. Uh, but one of the medical things that people can do to determine if they have diabetes is to go to their doctor and ask for what's called an A1C test. Mm -hmm. uh, and this test will give them the results of what your blood sugars have been running for the last three months. And that is, a, they can use the results to determine whether you are truly diabetic, whether you're pre-diabetic, or whether it's all normal. Okay, fantastic. So there is a way of telling that, and people can just go and get a blood test and, and figure out whether uh, they are on the break, brink of getting diabetes or they've been actually dealing with it for a while but haven't really known that that was going on. Yeah, so that's right. fantastic. So, you know, because also there are, um, there are alternative ways to decrease symptoms and avoid developing uh, type 1 uh, diabetic uh, diabetes uh, while taking uh, prescribed medication. So what are some of the other interventions that are out there that people are trying to use to, you know, work with diabetes? Well, some of the same uh, some of the same things that, that we recommend today uh, for women uh, just some simple everyday things that can prevent people from getting uh, type 2 diabetes would be to exercise, you know, get at least 30 minutes worth of exercise per day, uh, daily if possible. Uh, and that could be just as something as simple as walking. Uh, drink plenty of water. Stay hydrated. Mm -hmm. uh, get enough sleep because uh, statistics have found that people who don't sleep well have a higher uh, incidence of getting diabetes, believe it or not. And uh, also avoiding sugar. Now, again, this can be for anybody, not just people who think that they may be di diabetic. Avoiding di uh, sugar is very important to all of us because sugar can cause, an uh, increase in intake of sugar can actually not only cause diabetes, but also heart disease. And then uh, number six on my list is to manage stress. 
Mm-hmm. You know, because when we're highly stressed, it can lead us into all different types of, you know, disease issues, you know, complications and things like that in our health. And then lastly, we want to look at our mental health. You know, how are we thinking? You know, are we are, are we balanced in our mental health? Because, you know, as someone, as a woman, we I'm constantly, I have like multiple hats that I wear. And so I have to keep a balance and having, a, you know, good mental health, you know, freedom from depression. Now, we all get, you know, stressed at, at times, but we have to take a break. So making sure that we have a balance, you know, of times where we're working hard, but then we also have have some downtime. Maybe we'll take 24 hours, you know, every every now and then just to do nothing, you know, get away from TV, get away from you know, the internet, get away from, you know, all the social media platforms. So, mm-hmm. so those are some things that would be good for not only type two diabetes, but women in general and men in general. Yeah. That's a, those are, that's a, some words of wisdom there because uh, I think we spent too much, too much time in front of that tube. And uh, that, that really uh, is really a detriment because they're, they're, you know, they're actually considering, um, you know, being a couch potato and sitting in front of a television screen. Uh, they're equivalent, you know, making it equivalent to smoking cigarettes, I mean, as far as in a health effect. And we know uh, that that takes you down a real bad path if you're smoking cigarettes. And uh, so the really devastating health impacts. Um, so what, what kind of, uh, where would you direct people? I mean, if they want to find out more about diabetes, is there a website or do you have any, um, you know, any? Well, I do have a, dive, uh, a a website that is specifically for people who are interested in finding out more about the diabetes program that I have. Okay. Uh, and it is dominatingdiabetesmadeeasy.com. Dominatingdiabetesmadeeasy.com. And when they go on there, they can see some of the programs that we offer. And they can also, you know, become a part of our diabetes advocacy group as well even for those who don't have diabetes or maybe some people in their family may have diabetes they can be a part of that advocacy group as well oh fantastic so and i also have a website uh sharonfant.com if they want to know more about the holistic healing programs that we have oh fantastic um and you know i i you know from earlier conversation i know uh, uh that uh, uh sister soldier had you know a question that she was asking before and uh, Sister Soldier, you know, because you, you were asking something about uh, people who live a busy life and that kind of thing. What, what, um, you can ask that question. <laughs> yeah, so, so the question is, you know, um, for people like me, Sharon, I think you, you addressed it um, in reference to people who are caregivers themselves. We get so caught up in caring for mm. our loved ones, our children, our families, and not not paying attention to our health. So I love the idea that you're saying to watch what we're eating, no processed foods and the exercise. Is there any other suggestions that you would um, suggest for someone with a a really busy life, especially with COVID? We're really trying to balance everything. Uh, Well, definitely uh, you want to look at ways that you can decrease stress. Uh, You know, I mentioned earlier uh, that, um, I think I mentioned earlier, if I didn't, I want to say that I I spent 17 years as a home health uh, visiting nurse. Uh, And during that time, I came in contact with a lot of people who were the caregiver, the primary caregiver for either their husband or their wife or some family member, and they rarely took time out. So 
when people offer you to give you a break, I would say take it. Even if it's just for one hour where you can, you know, go somewhere to a park or something like that and, and believe that those people will take care of your loved one in a, in a, in a good way and in a loving way. Uh, so one of the things that, you know, that I've noticed in people who are caregivers, they try to be the hero. But many times as a visiting nurse, uh, I have actually experienced where the caregiver died before the patient. Oh, boy. And that was because they did not take time out, take breaks when people offered it, you know, just get some respite, uh, just have time for themselves to take care of themselves. So, you know, take some time out. Even though you are the primary caregiver, let someone help you. That, that's my advice. Hmm. That, yeah. that, that's so Thank wise. You. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, you know, we, we t- you know, talk about caregivers sometimes about, you know, their, um, you know, their lack of support and how that actually impacts their uh, physical health and mental health and, you know, spiritual health even. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and especially now, you know, with this COVID thing going on, I, you know, I lost a, a father-in-law. Uh, my wife lost about 17 of her friends up to this point you know, from high school, business associates and that kind of thing to this is this yeah. disease. And that is that is really debilitating on people, um, you know, when they're dealing with that. And plus the people have regular, you know, uh, medical conditions that are going on all the time that they have to take care of and go into a health care system and worry about, you know, this virus. So I, I push for everyone to get vaccinated, to get, you know, make sure you protect yourself um, and, 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 you know, try to get out there for that. But, you know, um, you know, we have about, um, you know, about a minute to go. Uh, Sharon, can you summarize what do you think it is that we, you know, need, you know, that women need to listen to and focus on to really get energized about uh, getting uh, their health taken care of? Because they are, you know, they are, um, you know, a, a cornerstone of our society and their family. And without them, they can actually um, not by not taking care of them and die, you know dying prematurely, you know uh, you know especially in, in the community of color, African American men and women, we have a ten- we die earlier, and you know we lose out on our social security and for you know future earnings and you, you just name it pensions, right? So why is it so important, especially for our women to take care of themselves? Well, just for you know just. Uh Piggyback on what you just said for the very reasons that you just said, we want to live a long life. We want to be here for our grandchildren, our, our, our great nieces and great nephews, uh, if we don't have children of our own. We definitely want to be here. So I recommend uh, that, that women specifically take good care of themselves and do it without shame, you know, do it, um, you know, without you know, blaming yourself for anything. It is okay. You know, just tell yourself it's okay to take a break. Okay. Uh, it, it is okay. And that, that, that is what I would, would leave to them. Okay, great. You have permission to take care of yourself. Well, so thank you so much, uh, Sharon Fant, and, of course, Wanda Petty, our sister soldier, uh, partner, uh, sister soldier, uh, president, CEO of She Vet Inspire. Uh, but we're going to move on. We have uh, another show coming up, and we want everyone to stay with us, but we have got to have you all back. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.